99% of people say that family is the most important thing in their life. Yet, building a harmonious family can be a challenge to many of us. So many questions we have no answers to. In this podcast, I, Nevena Bajalac, Dubai's number one harmonious family expert and coach, author and speaker, interview parents around the globe so you can hear the real stories, experiences and struggles parents face. Every guest will, will share with us a unique discovery about parenting, something that nobody told them about. And I will also share with all of you unique tools, strategies that you can use to enjoy parenting more and building that harmonious family you have dreamed about. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the new episode of Building a Harmonious Family with Neveno Bajalac. And today we are talking about a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about delivery, specifically for women. We're going to talk about fears that we might have when this big act has to happen. We're going to talk about hypnobirthing, what is doula and how is important and why you should have a support in the process. Because my guest is Cecilia Basse. She's originally from Sweden, living here in Dubai, and she's a birth coach, doula, hypnobirthing practitioner, breastfeed counselor, and baby-wearing peer counselor. So, Cecilia, I'm very excited to have you today. This is a topic I want to learn so much about. So thank you, first of all, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm also really, really excited. So nice to be here. So I would you. love to know just a little bit about your journey, how you decided to go into this. I mean, you're a mother right now, but how did you decide to go into it? Was it before you became a mother? And uh, what inspired you? Well, I've always been interested in birth and delivery. I, my friends had kids very early, so I used to support them, not with the knowledge of a doula, of course, but I used to be by their side and always asking and trying to learn. So it's always been there. Um, but then I started uh, flying. I was in flight supervisor. So I was in the airline industry for eight years. And then when I finally got pregnant, I thought, okay, this is the time for me to, to go ahead and train and prepare myself and start supporting other women. And it all came together when I did um, hypnobirthing course, the Wise Hippo program during my pregnancy together with my husband. And it was so eye-opening and it made me feel so secure and, and strong to, to go through the birth and labor itself. So that was basically what made me uh, go forward with it. Thank you so much. So I'm coming from an environment, I don't know, maybe a lot of listeners are coming. So we are not familiar with what is doula, what kind of support women can have. It's very much traditional. You go to the hospital and um, I, during my university, had a chance to go and observe. We had to observe deliveries and C-sections and then work with newborns, check their reflexes, if everything is okay with the baby because we, I studied child development. So for me, this wasn't such a nice experience. It was a government hospital, not the best condition, no support for women. A lot of them felt traumatized. So I would love to know more about what is this? What does it mean having a doula? How this process works? When does it start? When does it end? Yeah, I would love to explain it to you. 
Well, um, there is different type of doulas. There is fertility doulas, there is birth doulas, postpartum doulas, and each and every one dedicates and are more um, specific with that um, uh, topic, no? depending on in which situation the woman is at that point. Uh, me personally, I'm a birth doula, so I support women during pregnancy, birth, and the, the immediate postpartum period. So I do take on clients sometimes early on in pregnancy and just kind of stay in contact. But And sometimes I've had clients that contact me like two, three weeks before the due date. Like, okay, no, I really want to have somebody to support me. Are you available? And so then um, we all go through like, uh, we ha I do like yeah, two post, uh, postnatal, no, prenatal uh, visits. So where we discuss uh, their birth preferences, if they have any fears or concerns, we go through them. And, uh, and also we, I do explain like the different kind of uh, birth positions so they can practice both uh, the pregnant uh, future mother and the future father, because I do like to include the father as well as a team, because I am I am there supporting, but the, um, the husband is the loving person, is somebody very close to that to that woman. So it's very important to to have them together. And uh, yeah, I mean, during the um, prenatal sessions, we discuss, like I said, all the different birth positions. I do. Um, I do also, uh, I mean, basically doulas, we provide uh, physical, emotional support. So we don't do anything medical such as um, taking heart rates or blood pressure measurements or vaginal exams. We don't do anything of that. Many have a misconception of what a doula is and can confuse it sometimes with midwives, but we definitely don't do anything medical. But um, instead we do provide uh, physical support and that comes in as uh, massages, counter pressure, like on the hips during the surges or contractions to help the women go through those uh, more easily. So yeah. um, we are living uh, currently here in Dubai and I know different countries, but is it allowed to, for, for you to choose to have a birth at home, even here in UAE, is that something that's allowed or you have to go to hospital? No, unfortunately, here in Dubai, it's it's not allowed to give birth at home, um, which I mean, it's good and bad aspects of it. But I do believe like um, when you birth, when you labor, you can labor at home and then you stay in contact with the hospital and let them know how it's it's um, going forward. And then just to choose the right time to go into the hospital, because at the end of the day, it's a team. And you have to keep your medical team uh, informed as well, because mm -hmm. obviously you don't want anything to happen, right? Um, yeah. But the good part of being home and then also having a good base knowledge of being calm and like dimming lights and all this can also be carried forward in the hospital. So as soon as you just keep your doctors informed of, of your birth choices and how you would like to have it. So are the hospitals flexible you are allowed as a doula because i'm asking because i i have no idea right <laughs> so, yeah. so and i think that maybe a lot of people this is a new topic for them so are you you are allowed as a doula to come and support right i know now it's covid so how was it during covid was there a limited number of people who can be there yeah it depends it, it depends on the hospital actually because some hospitals are only allowing one support person which would then be the husband 
some women decide to have their doula with them because maybe the husband's night stays with their, if they have more kids, the husband yeah. stays with the kids or some hospitals do allow both the birth partner, I mean, doula and the husband. Uh, so it really depends on where, which hospital you, you end up choosing. Yeah. yeah but now think... during the COVID has been a little bit back and forth. Um, yeah, it's been challenging. It's been challenging, but I feel I have done some uh, online support uh, during labor for a couple of clients during COVID, which has worked really good. Although it's, it's not the same as being there personally when doing, you know, the pressures and helping with the massages, but guiding the husband has, has also been, been really good. So the outcome has been really good. I think many women would choose you over the husband. <laughs> you're much more experienced. So you're like, just you stay home. I will take her. Um, okay, that's very interesting. And um, I really think I would love to talk a little bit more about negative beliefs because I remember growing up and even as a children, we were always talking, oh my God, delivering a baby. It's such a scary thing. And I think we're all of us, just a lot of women have these fears. So what would you say, what is the first step to overcome those fears? Is it reading, getting educated, or what is the first thing we have to do? I always say knowledge is power and preparation is key. So once, once you have the knowledge and you prepare yourself, that already puts you ahead. So by knowing all the different um, uh, parts of the labor, uh, and what will happen in each stage of the labor that will make you more calm because there won't be any surprises coming up because you know kind of what is going to happen next. When it comes to having fears from before, um, like yeah, since always, everybody always talks about the negative more, right? And um, oh yeah, my labor this and my labor that. And it, those kind of negative thoughts stays with you. So this is when the hypnobirthing comes in very handy. And it's, it's basically hypnobirthing is all about changing your mindset and helping you to, to get the right information in. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people, when you say hypnobirthing, they think, oh, am I going into hypnosis? So can you explain to us what is hypnobirthing actually? Um, how does it work? And why it's so powerful to help? Because I spoke with so many women who've been through it, did it, and they really had much easier and good experience with their delivery. Mm -hmm. I personally did it with my, my first pregnancy and it was breathtaking. Um, doing a hypnobirthing course doesn't mean that you're gonna have a pain-free uh, delivery. However, there is women that do have it because of the state of trance that they enter by using the techniques that we show. Um, there is different type of hypnobirthing. The one that I teach uh, is the Wise Hippo program. So with there, we focus on the planning for a successful and a positive birth experience, no matter what path your birthing takes, because we know that birth do change along the way. So um, it's good to be prepared for different situations. But also, I mean, it's not about only about having a natural uh, pain, um, free medication birth. It's, it's applicable for a cesarean. It's applicable for even if you have the epidural, it doesn't matter what birth you decide to have. And um, what we basically use is we use guided relaxation techniques, breathing techniques, and we focus the attention to uh, basically to heighten 
the awareness, the state of awareness for you to, um, how can I say? Yeah, you, but you go kind of, in, you do go into a trans state. And the misconception, like you were saying, like the state of hypnosis, uh, it, a lot of people think about it as when you go up on a stage and you do, you know, they do a hypnosis and they start doing funny things and all that, right? Yeah. Um, that is the misconception that we have, but it's basically just um, a state of trance that we do, that we go into. And we do this every day, uh, such as daydreaming when you're watching a movie, when you're going for a walk and you kind of your thoughts just wander off. You know, sometimes when you're watching a movie, you kind of do get the, you do get scared, you know, and you, you know that you're not in the movie, but you still get those feelings, right? Yes. So this is the same with the, with the hypnobirthing and through the guided relaxation. So it kind of helps you with the mind and everything. Yeah. So how long does it take to prepare? Let's say if you want to, when is the best time to start hypnobirthing? Do you have to have classes and get prepared and work? Is there a difference? Does it matter how long? What is your recommendation? Well, for hypnobirthing, I mean, you can do it at any point. Um, it's uh, what we do normally. It's done in four classes. So each class is about two hours and a half to three hours. Um, I do add a breastfeeding session at the end as well. So it's five classes. And uh, you normally I suggest it to do around, um, yeah, let's say 30 weeks, maybe. Mm -hmm. So you have time to do 25, 30 weeks there around. So you have time to do the training and then you also have time to practice because the, the course is great, but it comes with the practice. Um, otherwise you need, you need to get into that state of relaxation. You need to practice the breathing. So it, when it comes to the day of the birth, it's a natural process. You don't have to think, oh no, I have to be this way. Oh no, I have to be that way. So it just comes all natural and that's through the practice. Yeah, I'm a big supporter of, in general, having mentors and coaches, and it really changed my life, my business, and I also coach people, not in this area, but other areas, so I think, you know, a lot of people go and they buy the book, right, but the book will still not, you know, you need emotional support, so after hearing all of this, I really, you know, I'm a big supporter, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it once I am expecting my children, and um, I think having someone to guide you in the process because information we're living in the time of information it can be really overwhelming right oh should i choose this one and then like you said breastfeeding now you have no idea what should i buy which so when you work with someone like you who help not one woman not just yourself as a mother but you help a lot of women and and you know all the feedback and things and what people you know how people are different they go through different things uh, then you can guide people and shorten that period. I always have having a mentor coach is literally somebody give you immediate, you know, support and direction instead of you figuring things out. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's many times most of people, they do go like on Google. Okay, what is, what does this mean? You know, and how do I do this? And then they start checking different things. By having, for example, a doula, you, we are that person because we have that knowledge and we can we can help you through all these because we're specialized specialized in that area yeah. so it saves you time and um and you have that support with you yeah. uh, by your side because um what i felt uh i didn't have a doula with my first labor because we felt that my husband he was really 
really, really into it. He did the training, he read books and he was, he was basically my doula. Next time around, we will have one because um, I felt that it's uh, a little bit less pressure for the husband as well to perform because there is a lot of things to be done. And, um, but what I did realize during um, when I've worked with women, of course, but especially before, is that during labor, the midwife, because many people say like, oh, but why have a doula if there are midwives? And it's like, it doesn't, one doesn't take over the other. Um, it's a team. And the midwife, they have several women maybe that eat that night or that day uh, giving birth. And they have to go to, yes. different, to all of them. They have paperwork to do. They have to contact the doctors. And there's a lot. So they keep on coming and going. So the woman doesn't have the full support the whole time. And then also there is shifts. So maybe you'll have for a certain amount of time, one lady, and then after that, she change, she goes home and then another one arrives. And then you have a different person that you kind of have to adapt to. By having a doula by your side, you have that person since before. Uh, we create a relationship with the, with the woman and the husband from before. So you have that closeness. And many times it turns into friendships as well because it's such a special time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. I would, uh, so we're going to make sure that we put a link in the description of this podcast. You're going to have a link to connect with Cecilia. If you are in Dubai, if you want support, um, uh, definitely make sure to contact her. Uh, but I would like to wrap up this episode just by asking you, what is one advice you would give to all the parents, parents who are expecting or now after having a baby I would like to hear something that maybe you discover now being a parent as well and going through the process yourself uh, what is something that uh, you know you learn and maybe nobody told you before and you're like oh I have to share this with people who are listening for after you mean after giving birth me as a parent yes yes I would say to be open to ask for help whatever I mean because we all we all think that we're so powerful we can do it you know and and at the end of the day if somebody says can I help you or or if you are the person and you know somebody that has just given birth don't ask can I help you with something no say can I do your dishes can I do come with direct offerings with because and then you as a new mother accept that help don't say no no it's fine it's fine because no anything that you can do to be more relaxed and have your time accept that help and I ask for it of course yeah <laughs> I love that. I think sometimes we just feel it's embarrassing to ask for help or, you know, I should manage everything by myself. And when you become a parent, you need help. You need a team. They say it takes a village to raise children. So I was just going to say the same. It's a, it's a great saying. And it is like that you need, you, we need each other. We're social beings, right? So yeah. Definitely. Well, Cecilia, it was a pleasure having you here today. Thank you for sharing all this valuable information and knowledge with us. And I want to thank everybody who are listening for being here. Make sure to download this episode, share it so others can benefit as well. Connect with Cecilia and uh, just see you. I will see you in the next episode.